This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. now. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Let's do it. Something a little new for you on a Monday. And I look, I'm I'm being totally honest when I say this. I don't know if I expect anybody to listen right now or not. And here's why. I've been gone for a week. See, I, I went on vacation and now I'm back. But hallelujah, I'm glad to be back. There's this inner battle that goes on when you leave vacation. You have this one voice inside of you going, Hey, man, I'm kind of actually glad to get back and go back to the grind, to the normal. And then the other part of you is going, no, you're supposed to want to stay here on the beach. You don't want to go back to the hamster wheel, (laughs) right? Yeah, well, I've been there. I've been there at both of them. And I've got both voices going on still on this Monday, even though I've been home for a couple of days. But, man, am I glad to be back with you. So uh, thanks for tuning in, however you're listening, wherever you're listening, however you're tuning in. Let me, before I go one step further, just respond to the very first comment I just got on the Facebook live stream from Hardy, who's watching over here on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. He says, no coffee. No, I definitely do have coffee. It's right here in the thermos. I just didn't pour it yet. Listen to this. It's so hot. It's going to make this noise when I open it up. Listen, listen, watch this. Hold on. You hear that? Anybody watching the stream can see the smoke and steam fire out of my uh, thermos there. Hey to Anna. Caleb, what's up to you, man? Uh, He's watching on Periscope, wishing my daughter a happy belated birthday. Yeah, we had birthday number nine. We're going to get into that. There is news today on the sports front. And also today is the beginning of the new three-hour format. You know, this show, if you've tuned in in the past, has been a two-hour show. We went from 12 to 2. Well, now JB's here. I'm here. Y'all are here. Beaver's here for the time being. Everybody's here, and we're going to do it for three hours starting today. We're going to lead you right up into the start of uh, Jake Wimberly on 105.9 The Zone. So, um, uh, new format. Hail State, hi to everyone who's saying hello on Facebook and Periscope. We're going to get to your comments coming up in just a bit. Type them in. I'll get to those. If you're watching on the YouTube stream, same uh, for you as well. And uh, also... I am really tickled to get back to the interaction on uh, the country pleasing text line. I kind of missed it. I'll be honest with you. I learned while on vacation that I don't get nearly as many texts on my phone from C Spire. Now, I don't know what that says about friends. I got plenty of friends, plenty of contacts on my phone. It's just maybe I don't, we don't do a lot of texting on my phone. And I learned that I was kind of going through withdrawals. I wasn't getting as many texts for that period of the day that we normally get on the country pleasing text line. So y'all text away on the show, 885-ESPN. That's 885-ESPN. If you need the number itself, it's 885-3776. As always, the Divinity phone's wide open to you. You call me on that phone, okay? I don't want to hear your voice. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's fine with me. We're not going to disagree too much. But we won't agree on everything. 
My dad says, if you and I agree on everything, one of us isn't thinking. I think that's true. So feel free to disagree. It won't be too much, though. The number to the Divinity phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. First thing first. You don't know how tickled I was to connect my studio to the folks in Jackson and get to hear the end of the gridiron with Chris Brooks and Beaver and hear them talking about the Goonies. You don't know how much I love that movie, how much I loved that movie growing up. And I agree totally with something Beaver said, is that it's a downright shame that 40-something-year-old Chris Brooks has to look up the cast of the Goonies. <laughs> what a great movie. Complete with Cindy Lauper on the, the dang soundtrack. Come on! Oh, yeah! Sing it, Cindy! Pink and purple hair. She's a weirdo. But all great entertainers are weirdos. Yeah. Man, it did my heart so good to hear them talking about the Goonies. And they they went around the block, but they got to the point, And the point is Chunk was the star of that movie. And Sloth, those two guys were the stars of that movie. <laughs> That's who it was. So hats off to Chris and Beaver for getting the Goonies in their show and the cast and, and getting to the point that, yes, the Truffle Shuffle was the high point <laughs> in the first 10 minutes. No, it's a great movie. And now, on that note, I would like to welcome in two guys. Their names are JB and Beaver. They're both in the studio. I think they both have a mic uh, close to them. Gentlemen, a happy Monday to you. How are you? Hello, Matt White. Hello, Beaver. Matt White, I'm doing extra fantabulous today. Extra fantabulous. I love it. Beaver, y'all did such a great job covering the Goonies. I'd <laughs> like to tip my cap to you. It sounded like you are a huge fan of the movie. Am you, I right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Always. All right. Chunk was the star of the movie. We agree? Chunk. Uh, you know what? I'd have to say Sloth, actually. Sloth. Yeah. Was always my favorite, but <laughs> yeah. Truff, a tr the Truffle Shuffle, or as Chris thought it was, the Tuffle Shuffle. <laughs> the he tuffle. did. That's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> the Tuffle Shuffle. That's a totally different movie. See, I find it hard to believe that B would be uh, the Sloth. A big sloth fan? No, I mean he's just great. Yeah, he, you know, for every one of us, we always walk around, and when people weren't looking, and we we go like this, we go, baby Ruth, <laughs> right? We try Absolutely. to do the the sloth baby Ruth, and <laughs> and then the hey, you guys, as he, um, you know, as he held on to the rope and swung from the uh, sails of the sunken pirate ship. <laughs> And uh, jumped out into the water. It's just a great thing. Now, I need some advice from both of y'all. Uh, Beaver, not a father yet, 
JB, a father. I'm a father. My daughter just turned nine. We had her birthday this weekend. Yesterday, okay, she turned nine on Saturday. Yesterday, there's this thing where they have the sign in the yard and it says, Happy birthday, Mary Liddy. And they couldn't have a party, so the neighborhood all did a parade. They drove by the house honking their horns with balloons and stuff like that. It was really neat. And it, it gives a, lot, a way better meaning to the term drive by. Yeah, absolutely. It was drive by birthday. Okay, so I have the movie Goonies on my DVR, and it's just been sitting there. Every now and then I might watch a little bit of it when I have time. I've never let her watch it. We, I say I haven't. We haven't. I'm the one who usually would ask my wife, hey, you think she's old enough to watch Goonies now? And my wife's like, I don't know. Eh. And then we have it. What I want to know is she, she just went from eight to nine. Is it time for me to let Mary Liddy watch the Goonies? I would say yes. You would? I mean, I, I was almost 22 when I saw it. <laughs> I'm so much older than you. <laughs> Beaver, you think it's good? You think it's uh, good for a nine-year-old? Yes. Go for it, Matt. Okay. Do it. She All needs right. to see it. I think so, too. I think it's time for her to see the Goonies. And I will do the dad thing. You know, when the, when the teenagers kiss, I'm going to say, close your eyes. Close them. <laughs> Don't look at that. <laughs> you know, but the rest of it, I think, would be okay. As long as she watches it with me. Okay. So does that mean you're going to be the guy that wears the overalls with no shirt underneath and a shotgun when your daughter has her first date? Oh, absolutely. I'll be cleaning the shotgun when the guy pulls up in the driveway. I'll take it a step further. I'll be out there just firing off blanks like I'm shooting at stuff. Yeah. I'm pulling that off. No doubt about it. All right. So, little Goonies in there. Uh, yes, Goonies is a classic. People on Facebook agreeing with that. Let's go here real quick on the uh, Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. Grumpy says, uh, Matt, congratulations on the extended program. Roger would be Country Pleasing Proud. He said, about your name, Matt, we all thought you were named after Gunsmoke's Marshal Matt Dillon. We were all glad that quarterback wasn't Festus Kavanaugh <laughs> for Pitt. That's a, Grumpy's a guy who paid attention in the last show, which was over a week ago, when I told you that my mother was watching. My mom and dad were watching a, uh, a 1970s football game with the Pitt Panthers, and their quarterback was Matt Kavanaugh, who, came, who went on to become a great coach. But he was the quarterback at Pitt then, and they thought, Matt, that's a good name, and that's kind of how they came up with the idea to name me Matt, and it turned into, you know, now that's my name. Right, so if it had been Festus Kavanaugh, then you'd be listening to a talk show right now with, uh, you know, old washed-up quarterback Festus Wyatt. <laughs> the Festus Wyatt Show. It would probably be much more catchy than the Matt Wyatt Show. But thank you, Grumpy. He said, your friend and faithful listener. I appreciate that very much. Eric... On the country, please, in Texas, the Goonies is timeless. My 12- and 10-year-olds love it. It is timeless. It absolutely is timeless. I think one of the more underrated actors of all time would be Sean Astin. That's my opinion. Just because I am very, very fond of Goonies. I am very, very fond of Notre Dame. I'm sorry, of, of Rudy. The story of Rudy at Notre Dame. Rudy. And very, very fond of the um, Lord of the Rings movies. And he's great in all of them. He's very underrated as an actor. Uh, Rhett says, Sloth, 
the twos, John Matuzak, not a bad football player, died from an overdose. He sure did. He was a pretty good football player. Yep, but that was former. What was let's see, Matuzak played for the Raiders. Yeah, he was a number one pick in, from Michigan State back in the day. That's right. He was a big deal. He was a big deal, and he played the part of Sloth. Coffee Norman on the text line says, Matt, don't forget to skip the statue broken part of the Goonies. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, broke the the you-know-what's off the statue, and they had to hide it from the mom. And when she said, hey, what is that? And, of course, Chunk says, oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, we're going to have to we'll, – we'll skip that part. And Nick says, the Goonies' Nintendo game was dang near unbeatable, too. Really? I had no idea, Nick, that there was a Nintendo game for the Goonies. I had no clue. And when you say it was unbeatable, are you saying that it was hard to win the game, or you're just saying it was great, as in it was unbeatable, it was really good? Like, what's the ref? What's the connotation there? Real C on my Twitter feed. If y'all want to tweet me, go ahead. I'll look at it throughout the show. It's Radio Wyatt. Real C says uh, there's zero doubt, Matt. There's zero doubt that Beaver has been fantastic. You're in great hands with Dr. Brojo too. Tell my guy he's Real C approved. JB, you are Real C approved, my friend. Man, I saw Real C yesterday. He was relaxing by the pool at a local pool with his wife. And okay. Had, uh, some adult beverages. And boy, and just got to talk to his son a little bit. So he's yeah. doing twelve ounce curls. Is that what Real C was doing? Well, I think these might have been 16-ounce curls. He's moved up a little bit. You have 40-ounce curls. Is that what he's doing over there? <laughs> One in each hand? Without the paper bag, yeah. <laughs> hey, and on that note, hey, Beaver. Hey. hey. You know what? Doggone it. You've been doing this radio thing with me for how many months now? Let's say March, April, May, June, July. Basically four months. And that is the single solitary first and only time <laughs> I've ever said, hey, Beaver, and you didn't respond by saying, hey, Matt Wyatt. Matt Wyatt? <laughs> That's the first time he just said, hey. You're going to miss that. Yeah, I think I am. Hey, man, he, was, he has been a, a wonderful mentor to me over the last few weeks as I've reintroduced myself to this board and, and to the studio. and. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't do it without him, so I, I'm I'm grateful to him. He's been a friend for a few years, and uh, I, I'm glad he's sitting here now, making sure I don't wreck the bus. Beaver, I really do appreciate you, man. Keeping the show afloat when Roger passed away, I'm not sure had anybody else been sitting there but you that uh, they would have been able to do it. Oh, well, thank you, Matt Wyatt. Yeah, man. No, it's really been. I I can't say thanks enough. And for everybody listening, you know, like Real C, listening on the radio on 105.9, if you're listening um, in Vicksburg tonight, later on at WVBG, if you're listening, watching online, any of the streams, you know, uh, we lost our man Roger in March, and immediately uh, Beaver stepped right in, and it wasn't because he needed something to do. That's for sure. Um, Beaver's been working all day, every day, pretty much since then. And that's why we've continued to click along, really the station as a whole. And so I hope you all know uh, how much we appreciate him, how much you should appreciate the work that Beaver did and does and continues to do and will continue to do. He's uh, a permanent part of the gridiron on 105.9 The Zone from 10 to noon. You'll hear him again 
Uh, as always, with Jake on uh, the drive, not the afternoon drive, the drive with Jake Wimberly and Bieber, 3 to 6. And we're going to lead you right up to 3 o'clock here uh, today and going forward here on the show. I want to make sure we get that in there. I'll tell you with this, Matt. <clears throat> if if I had a term or a phrase to sum up Beeve with those two shows, it would simply be, he is the voice of reason. <laughs> he's the... He's the breath of fresh air. Is that what you're well, saying? No, he's just in between, you know, Brooks and 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 Jake, and and then there's Beeve, and there's just this. Yeah. There's this. It's almost this um, calmness. Yeah. That seems to come through because I've never seen him get really, really mad or yeah. really, really sad. If he gets, um, if that emotional needle pegs out one way or the other, he doesn't show it, does he? No. And boy, be cool as. Cool as the other side of the pillow, mm -hmm. my man Stu used to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. That's Bieber. Hey, check it out here real quick. Uh, people watching on the Facebook live stream. Hardy was asking me about coffee, and Hardy just said, I'm just used to seeing you open up with the coffee. Here's the thing. Uh, all new sights and sounds and musics and different kinds of things here. Um, kind of hitting the refresh button on this show and others. And so it was my first time to kind of hear what the new start of the hour sounds like. And so I, I, I was, you know, and look, I've been gone for a week, a little bit out of routine. So I poured the coffee early, but I do have coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. In fact, Hardy, I want, I want you to know that when I got home after being at the beach and sunburned for a week, I opened up the mailbox and there were two boxes in there. Now, college football fans and coffee drinkers, pay attention. There were two boxes in there. One, a box of fresh, new coffee beans. Three bags of them roasted at High Point Roasters in New Albany from Dan the Coffee Man himself. There was the specialty coffee for pilots. There was a Papua New Guinea um, flavor, which I have not tried yet by the way, and then the Dr. Ellis blend. And it's all in the box waiting on me. And I just really appreciate it. So I'm, I got no excuse. I got plenty of caffeine to uh, get me through three hours for the foreseeable future. The other thing was a, another package that I tore into as soon as I saw the return address. And it was this right here. The 2020 Phil Steele's College Football Preview Magazine. All the college football information and stats and rosters and schedules and backgrounds and foregrounds and everything in between that I could possibly want, whether we have a season or not. And it is in my hand. Hold, I'm holding it in my hand, and people on the live stream can see it right now. And I cannot wait. I'm going to use it in today's show because... Uh, here today we have uh, we got to pick back up on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. We got to get it caught back up. Today is actually 47 days from September the 5th. Did y'all realize that? 47 days from September the 5th today. Now, but we we missed a week vacation, so we're gonna get caught back up. So today on the show we have teams number 55, 54. And 53, they are the SEC, the ACC, 
and the Big Ten. And so uh, we got three teams today on the countdown of 100 teams brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. We'll tell you how to call him and what he's about. We'll get you those teams and those countdowns coming up. Now, let me tell you, let's see, and I'm, I'm going to come to the uh, texts uh, in just a few minutes when we come back from break. JJ and Mailperson and Rhett and Jason and everybody, I'll come to your texts. <clears throat> Plenty of time to get to them. Uh, some interesting comments on a YouTube live stream. I'm going to get to all that. Okay, we're going to kind of get going, coming back in a few minutes. And I'm going to tell you what college football teams, mostly, not all, a few because of uh, positive tests, have had to call off the workouts that they've had going. But what most college football teams are doing right now, I don't know if you realize this or not, but over the last week or so, we transitioned in the college football world. I'm talking about in the football facility, coaches and players. I don't know if you all know this. We transitioned out of the voluntary workout phase. Did y'all know that? Did anybody tell you that? Right. We're in a new phase of this uh, different adjusted but allowable preseason workout phase for college football teams. I'll tell you what it is, and we can figure out what it means. All of that coming up next. We're just getting started with you. We're going till 3 o'clock. JB in here driving a bus, and he's going to get you home safely in your driveway around 3. So stay with us here in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Stick around. Now, how do they know? That guy said, I love banana pudding. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not true. It is true, but I want to know how they know. <laughs> is this one of those things like where my phone is listening to me and passing that information on to other people? Has that ever happened to you? Like, seriously, you just innocently go, hmm, let's see, Safari. That's your browser on your phone. You open up Safari and you go, uh, I think I'm about ordering some banana pudding. Click, search. Two hours later, you open up your computer at your house and you start watching YouTube videos and every ad is about banana pudding. <laughs> they know, man. I'm telling you, they know. Welcome back. I'm Matt. JB is here and you're here. That's what's most important. Without you, ain't no point in us being here, so... Really glad you're tuning in, however you're listening. Y'all text me on the Country Please and text line. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best, hands down, period. End of story. It's the best. And part of the reason, one of the main reasons, is it's made up of the best stuff. You get Country Please and Sausage, it's hand-picked hams, bacons, and pork loins. There's no junk. There's no, air quotes here, parts that go into the making of that sausage. It's the best you will ever put in your mouth country pleasing go to countrypleasing.com learn more 
Text me at 885-ESPN. Call me on the Davini phone, Davini Equipment in Madison and Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. I was out there pushing that mower of mine in 100-degree heat yesterday, getting ready for that birthday drive-by, thinking to myself, Self, says I, why haven't you bought a zero turn by now? I don't know. Maybe it's for the exercise. Maybe it's like I'm getting old, but I'm trying to put it off. And I feel in my heart of hearts that I still have legs enough to push that push more. Maybe I'm just cheap. But I, yesterday I could have used one of those zero turns from Divini. Anyway, y'all call me on the Divini phone, 995-1059-601, number 995-1059. JJ on the Country Please and Text said Goonies Nintendo had the Cindy Lauper soundtrack as well. How'd they manage that? How'd they, how much did Nintendo pay Cindy Lauper back in the 80s to be able to use her music on the Goonies Nintendo game. I want to play the Goonies Nintendo game. I'm 43 years old. I don't game. I'm not a gamer. I don't have a gaming system. I've never been a gamer. I'm the guy, I'm the weirdo who 25 years ago in college, I was looking at my teammates and classmates cross-eyed because they're sitting around playing video games all the time. I'm like, this is stupid. Let's go fishing. Let's go outside. (laughs) But I'm telling you, I did play a lot of Super Mario Brothers as a younger kid. I just outgrew it. Now I want to grow back into it. I want to play Super Mario. I don't want to play Duck Hunt. And I want to play Goonies on Nintendo because, frankly, previously I did not know it existed. That is really cool. Now, what's going to happen? I can go. Let me let me predict the future for y'all as well. I am not a. Uh, what was the name of that? Was it Cleo JB? Who she had all the ads. She was supposedly like a palm reader or. A, oh yeah, absolutely. Was it Miss Cleo? Mm-hmm. She had all those TV. I'm not one of these people. That, like I'm not claiming to have some special ability, but in this case, I can accurately predict the future. At the, yeah. be, at the beginning at the beginning of tomorrow's gridiron with Chris and Bieber, they are going to discuss how I spent the first half of my first hour today stealing their content. They will talk about that. Yeah, did you hear Matt's show? He just spent half an hour doing what we did, talking about the Goonies. Well, so what? You don't own that topic. <laughs> Mad male person says, lean on me and the Goonies, the real deal movies. Yes, they are outstanding. You know, a lot of 80s movies. But I do want to put this in there. Elizabeth is watching and listening today on Facebook. I know Elizabeth and her husband uh, went to school and played ball with her husband. And they're moving out to Texas. Hope everything's going well for y'all, Elizabeth. But she commented on Facebook and says, so many kids' movies we watched have language that totally went over my head but now that i have kids i do my homework prior to she said depends on if bad language bothers you for me it probably would she says lots of swearing that i forgot about and she mentions a website commonsensemedia.org or plugged in movie review by focus on the family she says she uses it often before they watch movies she said i love adventure movies like the Goonies, but bummer. It's got some questionable sexual elements. She might enjoy Nim's Island. Happy birthday, Mary Liddy. She says, wonderful, sweet video. Thank you, Elizabeth. 
Appreciate that very much. And Dave on Facebook says, tell us about the crazy stuff coming out of the Pac-12 with the players and their demands. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff going on. And so let's use Dave's comment here. And I'm coming to your text, but let's use Dave's comment to flip it over to football because there's something I need for you to hear. And I need you to hear it from me. Dave says, tell us about all the crazy stuff coming out of the Pac-12 with the players and their demands and on and on. Listen. Yesterday, the first car in my daughter's uh, drive-by parade with some people we go to church with, and they drove by, and he rolled the window down, my Sunday school teacher, Stanley. <clears throat> and Stanley said, hey, we're going to play football. He's a big fan. <clears throat> my response was, yes, they're going to play some football. He said, well, I like how confidently you answered that. I said, they're going to play some football. Now, I don't know if it'll be five games or 10 or 12. I don't know. I don't know when they'll start. I don't know if it's September 5th. I know they're trying to, but we'll see. But with everything going on and with everything that I see, frankly, there is but one option for the Southeastern Conference to play football. And that is for the Southeastern Conference to do their own thing. It can't be dependent on non-conference games with the ACC and with the Big Ten. If those things happen, it's icing on the cake. It's the cherry on top. But all this other stuff of what are other conferences doing and who's signing waivers and how are they doing this and how are they doing that, we saw it. Y'all saw it last week. I'm sure you heard about it somewhere, how the SEC put it out there that any athlete – any athlete who opts out of participating or playing in the SEC this year because of COVID will have their scholarships honored. What does that tell you? It's, yeah, I mean, it kind of is in lieu of signing waivers. You don't need waivers if nobody is forced to play. Now, you do have a lot of NFL players who are voicing concerns and all this kind of stuff. To that, I say rightfully so. This thing is dangerous. It is killing people around us. I have a close family member who uh, just yesterday received word that they had an immediate family member who passed away in Texas with coronavirus, from coronavirus. Not with it, but from it. It killed this person. A family member of mine who has another immediate family member who passed away. Uh, a former teammate of mine. Okay, same age. Big, strong guy. Posted this weekend. I had no idea. Posted it on Facebook. I saw it a couple days ago. For the first, I had no idea that for the last 20 days, he has been battling coronavirus. He tested positive. He spent 10 days at home with fever. It got so bad, he had to go in a hospital. For 10 days, was away from his family, thought he was dying for 10 days, and finally recovered, and he's back home. So it's a real deal. I'm not making light of it. But baseball's figured out how to play. And the SEC said, if you want to opt out, you can. And if you do opt out, your scholarship will be honored. 
In other words, we're not forcing anyone to play. You can opt out if you want to. It's a first step towards what? Playing. And the one, to me, single, solitary way that it happens is if the SEC says, we're doing our own thing as a conference. Everybody's losing certain games, certain non-conference games. They've got certain teams. Mississippi State had Alabama A&M. We've heard about the SWAC's going to cancel it. I don't know if we've gotten that news yet today or not. There will be open spots on schedules. The league itself will have to make the decision. Do you want to fill that with another league team or not? Or can you? But otherwise, as a, as a league, this is what we're going to do. That's how it'll happen. Well, Matt, what about these non-conference games? Yeah, so Alabama USC, right? <laughs> Ain't happening in 47 days or whatever it was. Well, it might be BYU. That's what I'm seeing today. More and more likely that it's going to be Alabama versus BYU. So it will be non-conference. It will be out of conference, but they're figuring it out as a conference. That's how it'll happen if it happens. If I'm telling y'all right now, if these Power Five conferences all get together and feel like they've got to lock arms with each other in the ACC and the SEC and the Big Ten, and we're all going to try to help each other, then call it off. Change your plans. It won't happen. The only way the SEC will figure it out is if they figure it out for themselves and make their own decisions. Now, that's my opinion. I happen to believe that it's a fact. Stick around. Back on the show, live with you today on this Monday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your local Farm Bureau agent. Listen, I've mentioned this before. There, There is no... Let me just tell you this way. Making a decision about who's going to carry your insurance based on price, you know... A few dollars here, a few dollars there. It's minimal at best. And it pales in, a compa- in comparison to the luxury of getting to know that person one-on-one and they are a text away. And frankly, if there's anything from a company standpoint, let's say your agent needs to run something up the flagpole. You know where the top of the flagpole is with Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance? It's in Mississippi. It's in Jackson, right there. You can go see the people. And... It's just a, um, I, I can't recommend it enough, okay? In recent weeks, I had a chance to visit with people and learn about the story of what happened in, at Easter back in April when that Easter tornado, the largest tornado on record ever in the state of Mississippi, ripped through Jones and Covington and um, Jeff Davis County, you know, from, from Bassfield to Seminary, and then, of course, the Soso area that just got wiped off the map in Jones County and visit with all that. That tornado came through there 
and demolished homes and lives and killed people on Easter Sunday, 24 hours later, because the adjusters are all local, 24 hours later, adjusters had checkbooks in their hands on that Monday. The tornado happened Sunday. On Monday, they were writing checks for entire homes. Your home's $200,000. Here's your check. <clears throat> there are people with other companies that are still waiting. And it's almost August. Can't recommend Farm Bureau Insurance enough. Um, Notre Dame football COVID-19 testing update. I just saw this on Twitter, so I thought I'd pass it along to you with a little si soundtrack in the background. A total of 103 Notre Dame football student athletes received COVID-19 testing on Wednesday, July 15th. All 103 tested negative, according to university physician Dr. Matt Leisler. There you go. I mean, Notre Dame put it out. I thought I'd read it to you. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Remember that scene from the movie Rudy when they played this from the Glee Club at Notre Dame, the fight song, while Rudy's just getting knocked to pieces at practice? Yeah, I remember it. I like that. I need to go watch that movie. Get into the football spirit just a little bit, huh? Why not? Hey, I know what will put you in the football spirit. How about we continue the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days? Let's do team number 55 on that countdown right now. It's the final countdown. 100 teams. 100 days. The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. That's it. That's it. Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty can uh, help you buy or sell that piece of property, whether it's recreational property, you know, hunting. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They've got that land 360-degree interactive drone touring so you can view the properties without ever setting foot on them. If you're selling property, get comprehensive Internet traffic reports for your listing. Matt Anderson Properties, 601-408-5155. 408-5155. Team number 55 is from the SEC, just barely. They are called Missouri. Missouri, the Missouri Tigers, and they have a new coach. His name is Eliah Drinkwitz. Comes over from Appalachian State. Appalachian State? I think it's Appalachian State. The name of the Missouri fight song, Every True Son Every True Son and Fight? Is that the name? What's the... I don't know what that is. Missouri, 
All right. Um, what you need to know here: last year, Missouri was six and six. They were three and five in the SEC. QB Kelly Bryant got banged up last year. The schedule got harder. There was no bowl game to play for in what became a lost season. Even so, they scored 70, uh, 27 points over a four-game late-season stretch. That was not very good. And so in comes a new coach, Aliyah Drinkwitz. And uh, Missouri is the school that my wife, the homecoming queen, says – does not belong in the SEC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you need to know the name for Missouri Taylor Powell. He's a junior. He played a little bit when Kelly Bryant got hurt. Uh, 47% of his throws he was able to hit. Uh, 297 yards with a touchdown and two picks. TCU transfer Sean Robinson had to sit out last year. He's been around for a year. Uh, skills, he's got them. And they lose Albert O, and I never could pronounce the last name, but a big-time player went in the draft tight end. And uh, so, you, you know, you're obviously uh, going to look at new people handling the football for Missouri. Drinkwitz did a good job at Appalachian State. And uh, the thought is that he'll do a pretty good job there at Missouri, too. Now, as far as uh, what's up for them, they are supposed to start the season on September the 5th against Central Arkansas. Now, I don't know. I should know. It's Central Arkansas. What are they? They're going to be FCS, right? They're not Division II. They used to be Division II. They're, what, they FCS now? Yeah, Central Arkansas. In Conway, Arkansas. Um, but what is scheduled at the moment for Missouri is Week 2 and Week 3 is into SEC play. Vanderbilt will go to Missouri in Week 2 on September 12th. And in week three, Missouri hits the road, goes to South Carolina. The rest of their out-of-conference schedule for Missouri is they host Eastern Michigan. They go to BYU. That one might actually be safe as far as playing the game. Um, And they host University of Louisiana. In conference schedule, you look at East and West. This year, they will go to Starkville. Missouri is set to go to Starkville the first weekend in November. So Mississippi State, Missouri, they have not played each other since 2015. State went to Missouri in 2015, I believe that was, Dak's senior year. Played in a monsoon rainstorm out there. Just, I'm talking about monsoon all weekend. Before the game, during, after. And guess what? Dak threw the ball all over the field. <laughs> Outplayed Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke might have gotten banged up a little bit in that game. Both those guys are NFL starters now. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, you know, they, they travel in the Western Division. And then, of course, every year they play Arkansas, and it's the last game of the year. They'll host them this year in Missouri. So the SEC East for Missouri looks like this. Host Vandy, host Georgia, host Kentucky, travel to South Carolina, travel to Tennessee, and travel to Florida. And so at least that's the schedule as it is for right now uh, without cancellations and all that kind of stuff. A little bit about Missouri. What is my uh, what is my handy-dandy Phil Steele college football magazine that just came in the mail uh, over the weekend? What does it say about Missouri? I want to know what it says about Missouri. 
Flip, flip, flip. All right, here's what he says about Missouri. Doggone, I lost the page. As soon as I found it, I lost it. I promise you I'll get to it. Six and six a year ago, they only returned four starters on offense. They have an offensive lineman, by the way. It was a big-time player. Four starters returning on offense for Missouri. Seven returning on defense. Uh, 42 lettermen returning overall. You know, and when you get a new coaching staff, that doesn't necessarily um, what mean a ton, I guess. You say it doesn't mean a ton. But you get a new coaching staff, a lot of times it's a start over. It's really hard to take a look at, you know, returning starters on offense and defense and, and, and really gauge what that means when you get an entirely new coaching staff uh, back. That's what they have in Missouri. And that's team number 55 in a countdown brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. That's hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. We'll start it in just a bit. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me.